Welcome to More Than a Sign, where we talk to some of Milwaukee's most productive realtors, up-and-coming realtors, and those that work alongside us. However, rather than being a platform for shameful self-promotion, these are intimate discussions about the journey, the struggle, the fear, and ultimately, the personal growth along the way. At the end of the day, nobody really cares about what we do. All that really matters is who we are. Today, we're going to learn who Katie Falk is. But before we do, let me tell you a few things about what Katie has done. So Katie has been in the industry for an amazing 45 years. She's entering her 46th year. She hasn't lost an ounce of passion or energy or care about the clients that she serves and the people on our team. Katie has sold well over a thousand homes and uh, year in and year out, Katie produces between 30 and $40 million worth of happy clients herself. But at the end of the day, who really cares about all of that? Let's get to know Katie, the person. So Katie, I started thinking about this podcast and how we can get to know one another in the industry better. It was very important to me not to promote our team, myself, members on the team. But I kept thinking to myself, who would be the first person I would interview if I could interview anybody? And it just so happens to be a teammate. So everyone's going to have to forgive me, but Katie has such a remarkable story, and I'm so proud to work with you every day. And um, I'm breaking the rules. Is that fair? Okay. Um, So Katie, what did you want to be when you were little? When I was little, I wanted to be a missionary. Really? I wanted to be a missionary. I wanted to go to Africa or South America, wanted to be bilingual and work with the people in the villages. Hmm. How amazing that one of your children is, in essence, doing what you wanted to do. That must mean something. Oh, very much so. Uh, One of my four children runs a nonprofit called Puentes. And she works with the migrant workers and the farm owners. She teaches English as a second language, interprets, translates, uh, works with the family for the WIC programs, and essentially is the go-to person for the, for the person working on the farm and the farmer. Plus, she also farms herself. Mm-hmm. Interesting. How rewarding that must be that yeah. she pursued your childhood dream. Yeah, it is. Amazing. And you have four terrific children. Uh, Thank you. Mercedes is, uh, it's, it's cool. Thanks for sharing that. So half of the world knows you as Katie Falk, realtor, um, and half the world knows you as Katie Falk, the golfer. Um, you told me the other day that in a tournament, you get nervous when you tee up the first ball. I'm shocked that you get nervous doing anything because you make everything look easy, uh, but you shared that it's okay to get nervous. Oh, it's very good to get nervous because you get the juices rolling. Um, You're at a higher point of anticipation and awareness and focus. So you had the game to pursue that as a career, but you didn't. What went into that decision? Well, I actually did want to turn pro. And my family was not in favor of it for multiple reasons. So I just played uh, 
the amateur tournaments plus a couple of U.S. Opens. Hmm. So having had your family discourage you from doing that, has that changed the way that you parent and what you encourage your kids to do or not do? Absolutely. Um, children will take all different kinds of circuitous routes in their journey to mature. And my philosophy has been to try to guide them the best I can, but not tell them what to do. Mm. Uh, because I think ultimately they'll be stronger people, mm -hmm. um, better citizens, and they'll have to carve the road themselves. Yeah, true. Um, I often tell my younger friends that are about to have kids, they don't listen to what you say, but they watch what you do. Correct. And you've been a great role model for them. Thank you. Um, and we'll get to a couple of those questions in terms of your journey and, and how you got here. You're Katie Ahern, right? Correct. Katie Ahern Falk. Um, Ahern is a, a well-known brand, a respected business and family. You didn't pursue that either. No. Um, when I was growing up, uh, just to show you the different philosophies or beliefs that people had at the time, um, I couldn't play on the golf team because I was a girl. Mm. I couldn't work in the company because I was a girl. And um, the people that did typically had engineering degrees. Mm. Um, but part of it was that you were a girl. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's so interesting because you've so excelled at what you do. And people that excel at one thing excel at many things. And the two things that you've put your mind at heart in, the real estate business and golf, you've excelled at both. And I, I have to think that no matter what you would have done, you would have excelled and been fantastic at, at any of those. So you did not pursue the family business. What did you do when you graduated Well, I went school? to school and got a liberal arts degree at a small Catholic school in Denver, Colorado. Then I taught um, social studies for a year in the city, hmm. uh, what used to, right near what used to be the old Stapleton Airport. Okay. And then I went back to school, to graduate school, and got a master's in education and guidance and counseling. Hmm. So you armed yourself with a teaching degree, you taught. How did you end up in real estate? Well, it really was not a planned venture. I had a wonderful cousin who was selling real estate. I was teaching and counseling. And she said, you know, you really ought to get your real estate degree. And with that license, you can go out and sell homes. And we're having so much fun. You meet so many wonderful people. You ought to try it. And I said, okay. She said, well, call Bernie and Robbins and go to their school, which I did. And so I studied through 1974 and got my license the beginning of 1975. Mm -hmm. When you went into real estate, from what I understand, had to become the breadwinner. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. Um, so everybody sees you now and what you do now. Um, and everyone assumes that your first year was a smashing success. But why don't you talk to us about what that first year or two were like? Actually, it was the first five years. 
Um, I typically did not make a living uh, until my seventh or eighth year in the business. Um, I had a couple of wonderful mentors who helped me along the way, but I was a below average real estate agent when I started. My first year, I made $4,000. Hmm. Amazing. So what kept you from quitting? Because when we were growing up, my father always said, if you're going to commit to something, follow through. And I watched him work very, very hard, raising six children, and put us all through college uh, with no debt, which is remarkable. And I just said, if he can work hard, and he had no education, hmm. um, then I should be able to, too. So you persevered for five years with four little kids right. and worked probably around the clock, right? Pretty much. I mean, I took calls all the time. Right. Part of my pension to reach for the phone. There's a story that I heard um, both before we became partners and then a few times afterwards about um, a call that you took. <laughs> do you know the story I'm talking about? Yes, I all do. Right, why don't you share that story? Well, I was in the delivery room <laughs> uh, with, I believe, my fourth child, and the owner of the company I was working with, uh, Ted Pertel, was trying to get a hold of me. So I said, well, I'll just call him. And so he then put me in touch with the broker who wanted to buy one of the listings I had. And so we put the deal together that night. Unbelievable. That's dedication. So people that are getting in the industry now, they look at you and they look at the last 25, 30 years, and it seems like everything was easy and everything was a straight path to the top. Talk to me about some of the hurdles and the setbacks and what you overcame over time. I think that would be in inspirational to people that are also within their first few years and they're wondering if they have what it takes. Like, Just give me an overview of a couple of the real bumps. Some of the real difficult bumps were when deals didn't go together and you had to start all over from scratch or when someone was inordinately difficult to deal with and sort of attacked you personally. Mm. I remember a very good friend slash mentor of mine said, you have to learn to take your personal hat off and put your business hat on and don't take anything personally. I think what I've learned over the years, it's harder for women not to take things personally than it is for men. I've seen that time and time again. Mm. And going to the grocery store early on, hoping that your credit card will go through hmm. uh, when you're buying groceries for the family. And you just have to, I think the game of golf was one of the greatest gifts that was ever given to me because it teaches you everything about life. You lose more than you win. You have no one to blame but yourself if you do lose. And the only way you're going to succeed is it's not how many times you get pushed down. It's how many times you get back up and keep walking. Great advice. You show us that every day. What about the huge economic cycles? You know, you've ridden a few of those. How difficult were they? And 
And then how do you rebuild? Well, I remember in 19, January of 1980, the interest rates were 17%. And finding people to buy homes that could actually afford a 17% mortgage was very difficult. Obviously, the prices were considerably less than it as well. However, everybody has to have housing one way or another. So you have to learn to be flexible and pliable. And if one avenue doesn't work, then you have to take another avenue. Um, it's like being on a sailboat and you chart to go across Lake Michigan, but all of a sudden a storm comes up. You have to, you have to change the rudder if you're going to make it across. Mm -hmm. What's the most difficult thing you've had to overcome in your career? The single, is there one thing that somebody could draw inspiration from that really knocked you on your rear end and you had to dust yourself off and get up? At one point in my career, uh, I had my own real estate company. I bought a franchise and I ended up unfortunately choosing the wrong franchise at the time and was nanoseconds from bankruptcy. And that, over a period of three or four years, was incredibly stressful. But um, it was at that time, prior to that, I had gone to all these seminars, and people would make fun of me, because why do you go to all these seminars? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And when I look back, um, if you wanted to be a good competitive player, you had to practice and take lessons, and then you had to practice harder. Mm. And so I was always a great proponent in education and uh, not just continuing education that's required, but education from people who really were the best in the business. And so I started going to the seminars. And, and in 2009, uh, we hired a coach, mm -hmm. uh, Bill Renaud, who was instrumental in sort of putting the pieces back together and really basically going right back down to as if you're starting from scratch, hmm. doing every necessary activity every day consistently so that um, you have to pick yourself up and move along. And that's doing the basics every day is critical in order to be successful. So where did you draw your strength from? when you went through that? I think my faith. I think that's been instrumental in, in my survival. Hmm. So what are you most proud of now? You know, that's kind of a difficult question to answer, but I think over the last few years, I've appreciated myself more. I'm very proud of the relationships I've developed within the community all the brokers that I've tried to help along the way in the last 40-plus years, um, and also being a peacemaker. Hmm. When things got tough, I would always very much try to hold my ground but also be compassionate and kind. And I think of you that way. I mean, you're that way every day. Um, I know nothing comes natural. You have to work at everything. But you make it look natural, and that's quite a gift. Uh, what keeps you up at night now? Well, I think any time any of your children are struggling, that keeps you up at night. 
old age (laughs) 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 keeps you up at night. Sure. Um, Sometimes you'll second guess yourself. And I think the one day someone said to me, people don't care how much you know. They only care how much you care. And if people know that you really, truly want to do the right thing for them, then you can weather the storm together, whether it's family, client, mm-hmm. or uh, someone across the table that's a competitor. So I don't know if I've told you this, and it's a great segue to your last point. And you know, people typically ask me two questions. They ask me, so how's the market? And they ask me, what's it like to work with Katie Falk? What's Katie really like? And I have two answers, and I'll share both of them with you. And I don't think I've ever shared them with you. Number one, I say that people tend to equate nice and kind as being the same thing. And that nice is being honest, is being polite, is being easy to be around. Um, being people oriented, that's, that's nice. And there are a lot of nice people out there. Being kind is actually making the effort to show people that you care. And it's completely different. One is an active sport. Being kind is an active sport and putting yourself out there and living with an open heart. And I always say that Katie is nice and kind and that there are a shortage of kind people in the world. That's number one. And the other thing I tell people is that, you know, people can come to you in this business for two reasons. They can come to you for what you know, or they can come to you for who you are. And I always explain to people that when we became partners, I expected to learn a lot about real estate from you. and at the end of the day, looking back, I've really learned a lot about life from you. And you just can't pay somebody a bigger compliment than that. And thank you. You know, I look at where you've been. I look at options that should have been open to you that weren't um, because of your gender. I look at you having to hop into a business and support four little kids and the ups and downs of this business and riding tremendous, you know, the the high interest rate of the 70s or the devastation of 2008, 9, 10, 11. I look at everything you've been through and you don't have a bitter bone in your body. You're positive every day. You're kind every day. And we're just all such beneficiaries of that. And it was really important to me that people understand that what they see is who you are, that you don't act a certain way to bring business in. Um, I've never heard you make a cold call. You call people that you like and care about and show interest in, but you're not a cold caller. You don't have relationships because of the business it'll bring you. You have relationships because you care. And I think you're rewarded with a great business because you give without expecting to receive. Correct. Thank you. Yeah, which is honorable. So for anybody that is looking at Katie Falk and wants to have a 45-year career, 
Let's just wrap up with a couple words of inspiration when everything around them looks easy, everything that other people are doing looks easy, and they're trying to get a foothold. Let's just wrap up with a couple words of inspiration. Well, if someone came to me and said, how can I succeed in this business? I would say consistency of daily activities, uh, to commit to calling, writing notes, stopping in and seeing people, dropping by to give people something of value, not necessarily anything to do with the market, be involved in the community and your church or synagogue, be involved with the community that you live in and give back. Because the more you give, the more you'll get. Mm -hmm. And it is, um, and if you care about the people you're working with or volunteering for or uh, clients, then I think with a lot of hard daily work, things will work out well. You just have to keep trucking. Terrific. Well, the time flew by. I appreciate your candor. And I'd like to take this opportunity to thank uh, Podcast Town Studios, our producer of the show. Please spread the word about our podcast to our local brokerage community. If you believe that you would be an ideal guest or you can think of somebody that would be an ideal guest that would not promote what they do, but talk from the heart about their journey and what got them here, please reach out to me. I'm the easiest guy in the world to get a hold of.